Now, on the phone with me, we've got Logan Hickel. He's with the Better Business Bureau. Logan, good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks very much for giving us a call. And you've got a great topic today on these uh, pay apps that are on our phone. This sounds like something that's just dangerous waters, man. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is these peer-to-peer payment platforms. You know, the big ones that a lot of the banks came together and created is Zelle, but there's other contenders as well, Venno, Cash App. And they've kind of really spiked in popularity just because of how easy it is. It is easy to send money to friends and family when needed. Um, and that's why they kind of caught on. Well, understandable that the convenience is there and you want to go ahead and use it. Now, how is it different uh, than using other forms of payment, credit card, uh, debit card, et cetera? Yeah. So you want to think about these peer-to-peer payment platforms as a more convenient debit card transaction or cash. It's like handing over cash. In the majority of cases, you will not get money back that you send on these Peter Pay payment platforms like Zelle. But credit cards are a bit different. Credit cards typically, they give you a few more protections as the customer. Typically, they allow contesting that transaction for a certain window of time after that transaction takes place because you're spending that institution's money, not your money, right, with a credit card. But, you know, these Peter Peer payment platforms, they're just so easy to, to use, but you need to be cautious especially when strangers start asking for payments to these platforms. It's good for friends and family, but when strangers start asking, you need to have some hesitation there. So what are some red flags when it comes to uh, uh, getting somebody who's going to ask us for money to use one of these apps? What do we need to watch out for? Yeah, so you need to watch out for those offers that seem too good to be true. We talk about it all the time here at the Better Business Year. Scammers may offer you those deals and opportunities that are hard to turn down. Some of these scenarios we see take place on marketplaces like Facebook Marketplace. Uh, we also see this happen with employment scams and investment scams. You also need to be careful if you're being pressured to make a quick decision or the offer has an immediate deadline that wants you to act now. And then also, we see all the time scammers pretending to be an authority figure or authoritative figure, and or they offer unsolicited help with a problem. We see this in the form of government scams, bank imposters, and tech support scams, and all these situations, if it's not somebody you know, you just need to take that step back and understand that those kind of uh, places, you're going to have a better way to make that payment, a more official way to make that payment. A lot of communities, including ours, have been hit by, I'm deputy sheriff, and they'll name an actual deputy and say, we need you to pay this, you know, got to warrant out and blah, 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 you can pay it by phone. And yep. that's just, they don't do that. They, they Correct. They do not do that. Um, if someone's calling you and saying, I'm dep- deputy, you know, X, well, guess what? They can find that information very, very easily online. That is incredibly easy to find nowadays. So just because they're saying they're a certain deputy with a certain police department, um, you shouldn't believe that. You shouldn't take their word on it. Go ahead and take down their information. But then go online and find the direct phone number for you to call, the correct phone number for you to call. You should be placing that call. Don't uh, act on something if someone's calling you directly. Because a lot of these government agencies, they're going to send you mail first. They're not going to call you, and they're not going to text you. What's another big red flag? Yeah, so if you're asked to send money before you receive a product or service, like, you know, we're talking here puppy scams or maybe it's a deposit on a rental 
Um, you need to be very cautious. You need to have that product in front of you. It's been inspected. Because, again, with these peer-to-peer payment platforms, once you send that money, in the vast majority of cases, it's going to disappear. It is gone. You're not getting that back. Now, when we talk about the volume of what's happening here, because we don't want to scare people away from using these for friends and families and reasonable transactions, um, in 2021, Early Warning Systems, it's the company that operates Zelle, they said that almost $500 billion in funds were sent via Zelle in 2021. $500 billion. That is a very, very large number for these peer-to-peer platforms. And that's only one. That is only Zelle. That's not counting the other competitors um, in the marketplace. Now, what they reported uh, in, in reports to the banks that kind of run Zelle was that collectively in 2021, in the first half of 2022, they saw 213 million cases of fraud or possible fraud. So 213 million versus the total transaction volume of 500 billion. So when we're looking at the percentages there of you know how much is fraud, it is small, but it is still significant enough that we need to be cautious. That's reported to us all the time here at the Better Business Bureau. All right. And for more information, uh, if we think that we may be uh, or a victim and how to stay safe, where can we go? Yeah, you can head over to BBB.org, or you should also report it directly to that uh, company, whether that's Zelle, Venmo, Cash App, whatever it is. You should report it directly to them and also notify your bank. All right. Logan Hickel with the Better Business Bureau. Thank you, sir. Not a problem. Good to talk to you. FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND. Mike Thomas has sports next.